Hello, and welcome to the BummaCast, the podcast run by two broke college students who literally have no idea what they're doing. We are your beautiful young hosts. My name is Joe Smith. And I'm Lydia Morris. And on the agenda for today, we've got Bees in a Box, DJ Khaled Snapchatting the birth of his literal child, our benevolent dictators Google and Apple, Owen Wilson, BuzzFeed, Texas abortion laws, and the one-year anniversary of Love Wins. Yay! Yay! I am definitely getting my hair cut. <laughs> Yay! Again. Not until I get back, but um, it's happening. Being in Mississippi is just like, it's really hot here. And that's not the only reason, but like, it's a, it's a decent reason. And I'm just like, long hair is such a nuisance. It's so terrible. <laughs> um, it I, is. It is terrible. I also just don't like the way that I look with long hair. It's not really my style. Like when I like I look in the mirror when I have long hair and I'm just kind of like this is I mean it's okay. It's fine. I definitely feel like you feel like you feel like you're more confident in your own skin when you have short hair. So. Yeah, man. Um and I'm finally going to like move out. Like I I've, I've had a family hairstylist. We have like a family friend who does our hair. Um and I'm finally going to move out of that and like go and find a stylist who's like my own. <laughs> Um, and the only sad part of that is it's going to be way more expensive. <laughs> like I can get a haircut yeah. from our family stylist for like 20 bucks or 30 maybe. And now if I want to get like a really nice hairstylist, I'm going to have to like, like shell out like $60. A female haircut is like $60. Oh God. Um, and then that's not including like if they like make you pay for like the hair drying that happens mm. after, like they will pay you to blow, like you will have to pay them. To blow dry your hair. That's so dumb. I don't want them to blow dry my hair. I'm just like, just well, cut you can, it. You can, you can choose not to have, to have them not blow dry your hair. I don't care if I walk out looking like a wet dog as long as I don't have to pay any more than I have to. Yeah, that's totally fine. Like, I normally choose it just because I like to see how they style my hair mm-hmm. with the blow dryer. So yeah. I can be like, oh, okay, so this is how I'm supposed to do it. I never do it that way. <laughs> like, I, like, the, the, like, I'll be like, oh, I see. So I have to spend 20 minutes with a hair dryer and like three different hair brushes. And I'm going to have to like curl. Like, no, I don't do that shit. And but I'm like, I already know how to style short hair. What you do is you take a shower before you go to sleep, <laughs> you sleep on your hair wet, and then when you wake up in the morning, it's all standing up everywhere, and then you get a little bit of hair wax, and you emulsify it in your hands, and then you just kind of pat down the parts that you don't want to be crazy, and leave the crazy parts up, and then you're fine. <laughs> That's um, it. That's what all you do. What does emulsifying What does mean? that mean? You just used it in a sentence. Did I? You just said you emulsify it between your hands. Oh, hold on. We can dictionary this. Why did you just use a word if you don't know what it means? Because maybe I, like, kind of know what it is. It says make into or become an emulsion. The fuck is an emulsion? (laughs) I hate those definitions. Hold on, I'm looking. Any colloidal suspension of a liquid in another liquid. A liquid preparation consisting of two completely immiscible liquids, one of which... What the f- Oh, so I think it's, like, hair wax is, like, an emulsion. Okay. And then you just kind of, like, warm it up in your hands. Oh, okay. I'm a smart person. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know what words I'm using. Um, I just bought a leather jacket, a vegan leather jacket, because I'm a weenie, um, and a pair of, like, high-waisted black skinny jeans, um, and I also may or may not be getting a tattoo in two weeks. So I, oh my god! <laughs> I what? I think what's, I what's the design? What's the design? Um, I'm thinking that I'm finally get uh, that bee tattoo that I've been talking about for, yeah. like, ever. 
and I don't know where I want to get it. I might get it, like, on the inside of my bicep or, like, right above my elbow. We'll see. But That's so um, cute. I, I, that might actually be happening, and I'm kind of terrified. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, you're going to have to help me decide where to put it, though, because I honestly have no idea. I feel like right above the, you know, like the the middle of the elbow, you know, the, this the part right here, but yeah, the, right above the inside of your elbow, like right here. Yeah. Well, you're not you're not pointing to anything. Obviously, this is a podcast. This is not gonna like. <laughs> no one can see what we're. No talking one can about. see what we're talking about, but like you can you imagine. Know, you under, yeah, you can imagine. Lydia already has a tattoo, which is super disappointing for me. It's just a small one, though. It's not my dream tattoo, which I want. What so. is your dream tattoo? Oh, like a ton. I have like a ton of D tattoo, but I really want one on my wrist. What do you want? I don't know. Yeah, I just know the places I want them. I want one uh, inside, like my wrist. Um, maybe like right below my elbow, like but like on my forearm. Yeah. Um, on my shoulder. I wanna I wanna get it um on my face, uh right below <laughs> my right eye, and then one on my left butt cheek, but like high on my left butt cheek, so it's classy. I always hate people who are just like, oh my gosh, those teardrop like tattoos on the face—they're so cute. And I'm like, you know that means you've killed somebody, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that straight up is a like a gang symbol for I've I've murdered somebody. God, little Wayne, I just I like I know that he had like I knew that he had face tattoos. I didn't realize how many. Like I'm looking at a picture right now. He's got like a lot of stuff on his face. Yeah, he does. Also, did you know he has epilepsy? That what? No, I did not know that. I feel like that would make it really hard to be up in the club. I think he has to be like really careful. I think, but um, in completely irrelevant news today, um, a man. <laughs> Is it completely irrelevant? Well, Is no, it? I'm not gonna talk about Khalid first. First, I'm gonna okay. talk about bees in a box. <laughs> okay, so continue. Because <laughs> that's what's it's important to me. It's a bees in a box. <laughs> My, My bees, bees in, in a box. box. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, a man found some bees, um, that were swarming on a fire hydrant. I think it was a fire hydrant. Um, yeah, it was a fire hydrant. And he, like, didn't know what to do, so he posted on this community group page on Facebook, and they told him to, like, get them in a box and find them another home, because when bees swarm, they're looking for, like, another place to call home. They're looking for another place to have their hive. And, um, so he was like, okay, so he took a box... <laughs> put it next to the fire hydrant, and physically grabbed handfuls of bees and just put them in the box. Just scooped them. Just and then he didn't even have, like, gloves. Nope. Until, somebody, until, like, a security guard came up and was like, dude, I have some gloves here. And he was like, oh, okay. I guess I should use these. Maybe. And, like, and then scooped them into the box, like, more vigorously with his gloves. <laughs> vigorously then, scooping bees. <laughs> And then he took them to, I think he had, like, a friend who knew, like, a beekeeper and was going to give them to the beekeeper. Mm -hmm. But he found later that he still had one of the bees in, like, a cup holder in his car. So he, like, grabbed the bee and put it on his finger and then just, like, drove with the bee, like, on his finger all the way back. And the bee just sat there on his finger. So cute. Um, I'm actually looking at pictures on the article that we were looking at, and um, it's so adorable. He's got the box seat belted into the chair, <laughs> just strapped in, ready to go. <laughs> All these bee lives that he's saving. Honestly, how, how to make me attracted to you? 
uh, save some bees. He kind of looks like James Franco, too. And even then, I'm just like, you know what? I'd still do it. He saved the bees. Wait, when did looking like James Franco become a detractor in terms of, like, deciding if you would go on a date with person? When his brother became hotter. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, He's... anyway, moving on to slightly, slightly, slightly more relevant news. DJ Khaled is planning on live-snapping his child's birth. Another one! Another (laughs) one! (laughs) Just imagine him, like, talking to his wife, like, asking her to push, just like, another one! Another (laughs) Another one! one. He literally wants to Snapchat the birth of his own child. Like, watching the baby come out and, like, the journey to more success! (laughs) What if he names his child Lion? Holy f***. I hope he names his child Lion. Honestly, like, being on Snapchat and, like, being on Snapchat all the time is what's making him that money now. So that's what, I mean, it re- it literally, like, revitalized his career, so... I did not know who DJ Khaled was before he became a meme. He's got, like, some pretty popular songs. I think uh, that, like, all the stuff that he puts into his songs are, like, really, really annoying. You know, like, yeah, the, the, it is. the ways that, like, DJs will tag songs as their own? Yeah, no, it's, um... Yeah, he'll be like, DJ Khaled. Uh, th- there's like a joke that's being like, when the beat fire, and then you hear that DJ Khaled, and you're like, shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of annoying, but like, now people don't really care about his music. <laughs> they care about who he is and his motivational speeches. Oh, um, he said, um, the key is that I'm the king and every queen should support the king. And I'm okay, just like, It's a, a little douchey, but... A little. I mean, what male in pop isn't a little bit douchey? Is it pop or hip-hop? Yeah. I think it's probably closer to hip-hop, but he's got a couple of hop- pop songs, right? Yeah, I think he's got, like, both. Yeah, both um, genres. Just because, like, as a DJ, you, you tend to do that. Anyway. It's just so ridiculous. Like, Snapchat? Do you want to share this experience with the whole world? That child is going to have those memories for the rest of his life. Like, he's going to be, like, 18, and people are going to be like, Hey, look, it's you. Hey, Lion, look, we found that video <laughs> of when your dad Snapchatted your entire birth. I'm going to be like, I remember when you came out of your the womb. <laughs> I witnessed it. I witnessed it. Um, There's not going to be any um actual, like, baby emerging from body shots because those would definitely get him suspended because vaginas are illegal. I mean, they made, like, like Snapchat souped up his account so that Next to his name, there's, like, a key emoji, like, all the time. Oh, of course. So, I, I think they probably would allow it just for him. They would get so much traffic. Like, if he if he actually does this thing, they're going to get so much traffic. Like, oh, yeah. They, the, the app will explode. Everybody will want to watch this. People will get Snapchats just to watch this. Yeah. I'm going to re-download my Snapchat just to watch this. Also, when you read down your Snapchat, you're going to see, like, a bunch of snaps from me because I've keep forgetting that you don't have your Snapchat app, so I just keep sending pictures to you. um, Oh, the team that I'm on here um, love Snapchat so much, and I just know that I have so many waiting for me. I should re-download it, but I can't because I don't have space, because if I want to have Spotify on my phone, then I can't also have Snapchat because I have to have, like, Google Calendars and Google Voice and all this jazz. What's Google Voice? Google Voice, like, allows you to get another phone number. Um, and so since I run tech support stuff, like, I have a different phone number that lets me contact people through that phone number instead of through my personal phone number. Uh, okay. 
Yeah. Um, that, the more you know. <laughs> I'm tech support. I have to know these things. About uh, technology. Oh, um, wow. Actually, that's a really good segue. Um, <laughs> the organization that I'm working for, we use, like, all Google everything. Um, and it's sometimes, like, really hard for, like, people who haven't used Google up until this point. You know, people who are still using, like, Firefox and, like, Internet Explorer. People complain about, like, having, like, oh, man, I never wanted to admit that Google was better. And I was like, yep, but it is. It is. I honestly, like, I know that monopolies are technically bad, but, like, Google is a dictator, but it's a benevolent dictator. Yeah, they like, it's like, I would be okay with a dictatorship if they keep putting out quality products. So, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not mad. If they put out quality products and are socially educated and do nice things. And they have, like, a really nice, like, headquarters that I want to visit at one point. Yeah. It's got, it's so souped up. Um, I, yeah, because I saw, did you see the movie The Internship that had, like, Owen Wilson? I did not watch that movie. I, I would have oh. had an anxiety attack watching that oh, movie. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> it's you know, Owen Wilson. He's got, like, the, the weird thing oh, in his yeah. nose, and he's always like, wow. oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Owen Wilson, he's a special <laughs> he's one. so weird. I know. Why is he an actor? He I looks don't... like a golden retriever. <laughs> and so just cr- like laughing slash crying over the fact that Owen Wilson is like a super successful actor. Is he successful? I don't think I've ever seen him play a role in which he wasn't like very Owen Wilson. There's no way for him to not be Owen Wilson. Like he just is who he is. Every movie he's been in, he plays the same character. Exactly. It's just a different movie. He's the same guy all the time. It's like you'll watch a movie with like different with like, like an actor and you're like, wow, they really transformed themselves with their role or they really got into it and they're playing this different character. But Owen Wilson is just Owen Wilson with different names in every movie. He acts the same. He's got the same voice. He's got the same accent. He never like changes any of his clothes or his hair. Like he's always got the same hairstyle or and everything. He dresses this it's just like <laughs> I think the only movie where he was like a little bit different um was what is that dog movie? Marley and Me. Marley and Me. Yeah, that is the only is movie he that he's even a little bit different. And I feel like that's because he's just playing the dad version of himself. Thank you, Owen Wilson. You're a gift. I mean, I've never seen, I've never even seen Zoolander, but I feel like, you know, he looks the same. It, it's the same. Honestly, he hasn't, like, aged at all. He looks the same. What are you talking about? He's aged like a piece of bread. <laughs> well, I know he's aged, but, like, older people, like, they change their hair and they change their, like, facial expressions. Oh, you mean he's so, just, he's stayed the same. Yeah, he's stayed the same. That is, he hasn't matured or anything. That is true. He looks, he looks the same. And he keeps, he always does, like, that weird, like, lip pucker thing in all of oh, his yeah, photos. Oh, yeah, he's, like, duck face before duck face, which is cool. He really did. Anyway. Okay, why did we start talking about Owen I Wilson? have no idea. Um, back um, on to more think, serious topics. Um, okay, uh, speaking of benevolent dictators, um, <laughs> Um, so where do most people our age spend a lot of time when they're on the computer? BuzzFeed. Even when we're not watching BuzzFeed videos on YouTube, we're reading BuzzFeed articles, we're doing BuzzFeed quizzes. We're so involved with BuzzFeed to the point where a lot of us have our favorite, like, BuzzFeed contributors. Mm-hmm. Wine About It with Matt Bellisai. Oh, God, Everybody so loves good. Wine About It. Um, he's not even with BuzzFeed anymore, but he's, like, on 
Twitter, he's like BuzzFeed Matt. You know, we have the Try Guys, and we have Ladylike, and we have, oh, Opposite Sex Roommates. <laughs> I love that series. Unfortunately, one of my favorite contributors, and one of what a lot of people will say is their favorite contributors, uh, was fired recently. Brittany Ashley, if you don't recognize her name, she's the redhead who does a lot of videos, and she does Lesbian Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in a lot of the LGBT videos. And the reason she was fired was because she and another BuzzFeed person uh, was, were fired because they were in a video for another web series in very minor roles. And BuzzFeed, uh, unfortunately, has uh, non-compete clauses. So basically, it's in their contract that they're not allowed to be in any other videos for any other groups or media companies besides BuzzFeed. And so when they got fired, what the non-compete clause says is that like they aren't actually, they're not allowed to make any content for other companies or for their own companies um, for a period of some time. And I think for them, it's like seven months or something like that. Non-compete clauses kind of sound like bullshit to me, so I like looked up why they actually exist, and it's so that they're not using any like business practices or upcoming products or like marketing plans and exploiting that information that they have to like do their own thing. Um, so it's to protect BuzzFeed as a company, but it just kind of like screws them over because they're losing time when they could be like putting stuff out into the world, if that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, yeah. if you get fired, and then you have, like, this weird seven-month gap between when you're working and when you're looking for a job, and you're like, they were like, what happened? And it's like, oh, well, I couldn't do what I what I do as a person. Like, her thing is that she's, like, an actress, and she's, like, a media person. Mm-hmm. So if she's not being able to do that, like, what is she going to do for seven months? Hopefully, that she's probably going to find a job pretty quickly, because she's a pretty popular personality. And even if she's not in videos, like, she could always write and stuff like that. And, you know, the thing is, is that they were in a video that was supposed to promote LGBT people, minority people. Like, the other girl who was fired, she was in the the BuzzFeed series um, Pero Like, and she's Hispanic. For a lot of people, it's kind of bullshit because it's like, well, they were just trying to be, like, in the minor roles. And after Orlando, in a video that, like, promotes LGBTQ, like, you know, problems and stuff like that, and yeah. they're fired? Um, and another thing that people were upset about was because there are, obviously, there are plenty of other employees at um, BuzzFeed, and there are plenty of other, like, white and straight and male employees who, like, have side gigs where they, like, are comedians, stand-up comedians and do that, or, like, have made their own, like, small videos and stuff like that, and it hasn't been Mm -hmm. a big deal, but then this happened, and it was a big deal. Yeah, I can name a couple of BuzzFeed people that I know have their own channels and are still working at BuzzFeed, like, they have, like, vlog channels and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, it was something that people were just kind of like, oh, so when these people do it, it's fine, but when, like, someone who is LGBT does it, it's not fine, or when someone who is Hispanic does it, it's not fine. Um, Just kind of, like, being critical of the fact that BuzzFeed was so critical for these two um, of their employees. Yeah, to get them, I mean, to get them fired. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's why Gabby Dunn, who... uh, is now has her own channel called Just Between Us with Allison Raskin, who was a previously a BuzzFeed contributor and in their videos a lot, has said, you know, don't work for BuzzFeed, work for yourself. Because now, you know, their ideas, the people who were fired, now they, those belong to BuzzFeed. Lesbian princess, like, that's going to be a BuzzFeed thing. Pero like, that's still a BuzzFeed thing. Like, all these people's, like, ideas, they're now belong to BuzzFeed and you know despite the fact that BuzzFeed yeah it gets some exposure but also like 
your ideas are not your own. They're under contract. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, like, the hard thing about being, like, when you're a young artist, you have to kind of, like, do shit yourself, and a lot of people will try and, like, not pay you and, like, take away some of, a lot of the rights that you should keep to yourself for the sake of exposure, and it's, like, always, oh, but you get so much exposure, or you get so much experience and exposure, but, like, in the long run, at least with, like, Brittany Ashley, it's not worth it to have that level of exposure. Maybe to a certain extent it is, because I'm pretty sure that she'll be able to get work again once she can. But, like, it's a question of, you know, are you willing to sacrifice your creative ownership over your ideas for exposure? Because, like, BuzzFeed could keep you in forever. (laughs) It's like that one scene from The Simpsons where it's like, don't forget, you're here forever. Yeah, exactly. Like, or else when you leave, you know, all of your ideas, like, and all of this work you've put into creating and developing, like, these series, you don't own it anymore. It's not them. It's not yours. Yeah. So this hits home particular for me and Lydia because we're both those kinds of people. Yeah. Um, It sucks because, like, I love BuzzFeed. I love a lot of the stuff that they do. I think that they're really responsive to the young generation and they reflect a lot of my personal values, but this is one case where it's not reflective of my personal values you know yeah so exactly capitalism is wild fam fuck you up okay in other happier news happier news yeah texas abortion laws were struck down today by the supreme court by the supreme court five to three they were declared unconstitutional thank you justice kennedy for that swing vote (laughs) Um, tell us about what the laws were so what the rules were was that Texas abortion clinics needed to have the same standards as what is called an ambulatory surgical center, which is an outpatient uh, surgical center where outpatient surgeries are performed. And it's, you know, it's, it's rules that are important for outpatient surgery centers, but are not important for like abortion clinics because outpatient surgery centers, the hallways have to be a certain width so that they can get gurneys through there with patients who aren't, you know, knocked out, who are anesthetized. But I mean, people who are getting abortions, typically they're not anesthetized, and if they are anesthetized for the abortion, they're typically in a hospital because that's a late-term abortion, and that's mostly due to uh, the fetus being uh, unhealthy, probably either already dead or going to die once it is born. Yeah. So that happens in a hospital. And so normally Planned Parenthood's abortion clinics like that, um, you're completely awake, you're able to walk before and afterwards, um, so these, you know, these laws aren't compliant. And it's not just, you know, like hallway width, which, you know, costs enough money to get hallway widths done. It's always like door width, do- door jam height. Like it's, it's, it's things that are not important. Um, yeah. And then the other thing is that they said doctors who perform abortions had to have admissions privileges at nearby hospitals, which A, is pretty hard because a lot of hospitals are private. A lot of hospitals are run um, with, like, religious purposes in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't even allow doctors who perform abortions to have admissions privileges. Uh, so if you like, the closest hospital is, you know, like a Christian hospital, and they're like, we're not going to let you in. You're a doctor who performs abortions. Yeah. Then what are you going to do? Um, so, in, and, and, like, I don't even think my, like, my family doctor has, like, admissions privileges at a hospital because, you know, he's, he works at a clinic. It's his clinic. He owns it. Or Planned Parenthood works at a clinic. Uh, you know, you don't need to have admissions privileges at a hospital. What are you going to do at a hospital? 
that you can't do at an abortion clinic. So they were, luckily, they declared it unconstitutional. Yay! Um, they said, the two restrictions provide few, if any, health benefits for women, pose a substantial obstacle to women seeking abortions, and constitute an undue burden on their constitutional right to do so. Yay! We Thank have found you. nothing in Texas's record evidence that the new law advanced Texas's legit interest in protecting women's health. Thank God. Thank the Supreme Court of the United States. Thank you, Supreme Court of the United States. Thank you for being smart and actually doing your job and protecting people's rights. Yeah. When the state won't do their job, thank you for doing your job. Thank you. Because the state could protect those women, but it won't because it's Texas. Because it's Texas. I think they said, I think they once took a survey of all of the abortion clinics in Texas who were currently running right now and allowed to run and i think the space between these two abortion clinics are is the space of like the country of france what the fuck like it's like from one end of france to another that's between like operating abortion clinics in texas because of these rules oh texas why are you so terrible we should have let them secede yeah but we need the oil i don't know what's in texas oil i guess i mean everything is bigger in texas apparently they got a lot of cows, lots of um, horses, some snakes, I think. Clouds. They got clouds there, right? Everybody has clouds, though. That's not, like, a limited resource. Space. Space. Uh, dirt. They got a lot of dust. <laughs> a lot of dust. A, a lot of dust. Dirt. <laughs> um, it's pretty flat. Yeah. No? Maybe wind power? Probably Maybe. got wind power in Texas. They don't believe in, you know, global warming or anything. Yeah, no. Global warming is fake. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what else they got. What do they got in Texas? Viewers, respond to us of what people have in Texas. (laughs) Barbecue? Yeah, I think that they definitely have barbecue. That at least. Um, Uh, I feel like maybe some pigs. A ranch or two. Cowboys. Cowboys. Um, anyway, so moving on to other things. So... Um, pretty recently, I think about two days ago when we're recording this right now, um, it was the one year anniversary of Love Wins. One year of Supreme Court dictated, um, equality in marriage. And to be honest, I didn't really know how to feel because, so when it happened, it was really exciting for me. I, I mean, obviously that's all I have to say. I was really excited about it. And then there's been like this entire year of fallout, like... The Kim Davis shenanigans that happened and all that jazz Mm -hmm. and people still trying to keep people from getting married and stuff like that. Um, And then just kind of like my own education, learning about how laws actually like keep you from coming out and like how you can still get fired in the state of Virginia for being gay. Like that's allowed. You can still get kicked out of your home um, if you're not the person who owns it. People can still refuse to do business with you. Doctors can turn you away stuff like that. And then with what happened in Orlando, it just kind of like reminded me, like it's been a full year and yet stuff like this is still happening. Yeah. Just to see after the decision was made, the pushback against the decision, like you're like, oh yay, something good happened. And then everybody is pushing back against you like so fanatically and so quickly. It was so quick. Like they were just like, it just turned around and then you see people in your state like in your own state like getting so angry about this decision it's it's very bittersweet yeah because it's you know oh yeah this decision is happening but then you see the amount of hate that's going around afterwards i want to celebrate like i brought this up and put this on the agenda because i do want to celebrate it's been an entire year there's been a lot of pushback and trials but i'm convinced that like we're gonna win in the end we will 
Yeah. History books that came out in Germany during the years of Nazism will, of course, say, oh, yeah, Nazism was right. But then later it's like, oh, shit, like that was like a crazy 20-year period in which we were obviously very wrong. Maybe yeah. this is our, our crazy 20-year period or like 50-year, like 100-year, like 300-year period in which they, everybody else is obviously very wrong. Yeah. It's progress. It is not the end. Yeah. But I'm happy yeah. that there has been progress and that there's been a year and that we will continue to bugger on <laughs> um, and we won't be killed or silenced. So happy one year anniversary of Love Wins. Um, yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> this has been the Bumblecast and we are your hosts. I'm Lydia Morris. And I'm Joe Smith. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine day and whenever you're listening to this podcast. We hope you have an awesome rest of the day and we hope you'll tune back into this wild ride. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And make sure to like and to subscribe to whatever this is. Bye!